Hello everyone, welcome back to I Be Talkin'. Where we be talking about anything. I'm Jalen. I'm Cosette. And I'm Jada. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to deal with deadlines and the stress that comes around them, specifically because we're all on a few major deadlines. Yeah, so <laughs> next week is our deadline, at least for Jada and I, we have our start of our math IA due next week. All of us have our EE yeah, which Do. is probably the biggest assignment of which all is of high on school. Wednesday. And then we yeah. also, Jade and I, we have our final draft of our psych IA, dude, which is not that bad right now. No, we actually we just finished. We both finished. I literally ten, like not even ten minutes ago, just turned my final yeah. draft in. Yay. I turned mine in. Congratulations! A few Thank days you. ago, yesterday, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, but so. Yeah. Um, we're labeling next week deadline week because there's just so much to do and teachers are still just piling so much on us next week. Like any assignment you can think of, we have it next week. And on top of that, I leave Thursday morning to go to New York. Yeah. So it's a very stressful week. So we're going to talk about how we all deal with that stress and how we get around those deadlines without missing them and without freaking out about them. Yeah, and before we get into that, I'm going to just explain a little bit about what our service project is going to be. So we're going to go to an elementary school near us for their STEAM night, and each of us are going to be paired up in like a different math station to help the kids and the families like run that. So... Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. it. And it's gonna be great. Shout out to anyone who's listening who's at Miss Isaac's class. Oh yeah. That could have oh, possibly I met heard us. One of our fans this week. <laughs> and because we were walking so out of the club and she was like, Are you Cosette? Do you do this podcast? And I'm like, Yes. And I was like, That's me. And so So proud. Uh, maybe. I was very proud. I was I was so excited. And she was like, Oh, I listened to your podcast about Cast and I was like, did you learn something? She was like, yes. And I'm like, oh, we're doing a good job. I think maybe we should refer to them more as listeners, but that's okay. Fans work. Fans work. <laughs> this girl's gonna hear it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, I think I think our views have gone kind of way up because um that cast like podcast we did we had our old TOK teacher post it in her Google Classroom, so a few of her IB junior TOK classes have been listening to it. So if that's any of you, hi, hello. You have a lot of deadlines this year. Not yes, to scare you, but junior year has a lot of deadlines and senior year. So now we're going to talk to you about how to deal with them, which none of us are experts, but I feel like this is our last year of high school. We have our own specific little tactics yeah. down by now. We've had 12 years of practice. It's all good. <laughs> Girl, what kind of deadlines did you have in kindergarten? <laughs> First grade, Jalen. First grade. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, okay. learning how to count. So, well, I think we should go over some deadlines that we have in each year and then go over. So, like, junior year, one of the main deadlines is your exhibition, both your rough draft and final draft. And I know one thing that people did is they kind of put off their things because they're like, it doesn't matter. The exhibition, who cares? It's important. It, yeah, Definitely it don't do it the night before like some people did. Um, yeah, it is for the record. Your exhibition is, I believe, don't quote me on this. I believe it is thirty three percent of your total TOK, TOK grade. grade. Yeah, it's a third of your total TOK grade. So it's a really, really big deal to do it on time and do it well. 
and I'd say majority of us really procrastinated with it, like more than other assignments. IB students, well, all students in general tend to procrastinate, but I feel like IB students have so many things that they need to do, and we have weeks like next week where all the deadlines just pile up. And so we tend to procrastinate a lot until the last minute. Like, I'll be honest, I haven't really started my revisions on my EE. And it's due in six days, and I have a lot to do. But it's a common theme to procrastinate on all deadlines. And so exhibition is one that you don't want to procrastinate on, like, no matter what. It can get really... Yeah. It's not... It's it's honestly not that difficult, I didn't think. I really enjoyed the exhibition, honestly, because you get to kind of put your own personal twist on it. You get to choose which question you want to do and which objects you're going to choose. So... Once you have that down, then it's really not too difficult to get it done. It's just doing it. Like, you just need to really set time for yourself when you know that you're going to be able to do it. Like, I'm a student who is not able to get a lot of important things done during the school day because I have a really difficult time focusing when there are a lot of distractions around me. So something like your TOK exhibition, it's important to set time that you know that you're going to have so that you can finish it on time. Yeah. That shouldn't be the night before. <laughs> yeah. And I think what's nice about the exhibition is you you were the one picking your question. And this happens a lot with IB assessments. It's all about what you want to do. So you're picking your objects. You're picking your items. You're picking why they relate to your question. So like me, I had one that was gauged more towards personal experience in relation to objects. So I was able to pick three objects that all directly related to me, which is a part of the criteria. So that really helped out when I was writing. It made it a lot easier to get done. Mm -hmm. And what's nice about it too is that being, you know, the word count, it's so, now that we've written bigger essays and bigger assignments, that word count just feels very achievable Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Even though it might be, how much was it? It I think it was like 900. It was like 900 words. And it was, that might seem like a a lot, (laughs) but in actuality, it really isn't because you break it down into three sections, which is 300 words, which is most likely two paragraphs. And two paragraphs is achievable, at least in my opinion. It's just the difficult thing with having a word like limit is that, Sometimes you don't always say what you want to say, so you have to figure out how to say what you want to say into that short space. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think a big problem that a lot of students have with, like, word limits isn't reaching that number. It's that they go beyond it. So for a lot of IB assessments, we have um, different word counts. So I think the TOK exhibition was around 900. Yeah, I think it was Um, 900. And I know that I was over that in, like, all of my... You do three objects, and all my objects, I was a bit over 300 words. So I had to go through and cut it down, and that happens very often in IB, is that the word counts can get you. Mm -hmm. Especially because you're usually over them, not under. Like, right now, we're all thinking about how 900 words seem so, like, minuscule to us, because... We've been writing our three to four thousand word extended essays, but if it's seeming like a lot to you, it's really, really not because you're going to start writing and then you're not going to be able to reduce what you want to say into that small amount. You are going to be able to, but it's going to be 
difficult. It's going to be way more yeah. difficult than reaching the word. It's going to be more difficult when you extend the word count than not reaching it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like Jade and I, we both struggled with our psych IAs being over the word limit. Mm-hmm. So I was helping Jada today <laughs> try and fix words because I got my, words. I got all of my word count down in one night. Um, I think I had 200 to 300 words that I needed mm-hmm. to get rid of in my yeah. IA. Jada had about the same. Mm-hmm. There are people yeah. in our class who have. Thousands. thousands of words over the word limit that's what? a bit of a larger issue that i wouldn't be as concerned with but there are ways that you're able to like bring down that word limit mm-hmm. yeah honestly just going through like i just went through and read all my all my sentences individually and figured out like which ones could be cut out which ones yes. were too wordy and i also had Jalen go through on some things and ask her her opinion of what yeah. sounded best and I went through that whole entire IA like eight times trying to get all the words down and I was sitting in our English class today I had like 15 minutes left of the period and I was like I have five words left and Jalen went through and did it for me I got rid of like 17 words yeah. I think and I was like reading sentences and I was like Jada this makes no sense. <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to say? I think I think some of the I think part of the reason why some of them made no sense was because I went through and tried to cut so much stuff out yeah. that I just completely like took out some details that really needed to be there and so then they made no sense. But yeah. Also seeing the same thing over oh, and over and yeah. over again, I didn't compute in my brain that it sounded weird because I read it so many times. But then Jalen reading it obviously sounded weird because she hadn't read it as many times. So word counts are something to look out for and make sure that it's not like five minutes before your exhibition is due or any other assignment and you haven't checked the word count yet because it is most likely going to be a problem at some point on an assignment that you have. Because if you do turn in an IA or an exhibition or an EE that is over the word count, they will read that maximum word count and won't read anything else. So mm-hmm. if you reach, if you have, let's say, a thousand words on your exhibition and it's a nine hundred word limit, they won't read that last hundred yeah, words. I think it no just matter cuts what off. it is or how how important it is, it, they won't read it and they won't care. They'll just read what yeah uh, mm-hmm. those nine hundred words are. It just and kind so, of cuts off at the end. Yeah. And one thing I do want to say with all these deadlines try to turn your things in a little bit early obviously you don't need to do it like two weeks in advance but when you are turning it into things like manage back or what is the other one called turn it in turn it in.com which yes. checks for plagiarism it's all technology something could go wrong something could happen it's always florida power can go out wi-fi can turn off school wi-fi is not the best so definitely try to get that stuff in just to ensure mm-hmm. that it's not going to be turned in late. Just because I know manage back is going to have a maintenance period around the time we need to turn in our EEs. Our final draft, it goes into like the day before. And so that's really stressful because if you think about how many kids are going to be trying to turn it into the same exact part every of manage back. School. Every, IB every IB senior in our school, which is I think almost a hundred of us yeah i think think we just got down below 100 this year um almost a hundred of us are going to be trying to turn in this document within like 24 hours of each other most likely 
Like, there's always yeah. going to be some people that probably already have it turned in. But majority of us are going to be turning it in the day before or that morning of. And there's right always the possibility that something could crash because of the amount of people turning it in. And I just... that's yeah. That would be so bad because REEs are due at 7 o'clock a.m. on Wednesday. And then we have a breakfast in the cafeteria with, like, some business people and all of the other IB seniors for two of our periods to just, like, celebrate being finally, finally okay. done with the biggest assignment, I would say, of all of IB, arguably. Yeah. Yes. Um, agreed. And there's going to be an overwhelming amount of students trying to turn in that same document on at, like, 6 to 7 a.m. because it's due at 7 so it's always smart to try to get it in, even if it's not like a few days before, even if it's like a couple hours before it's due, it's even better than just trying to do it a few minutes because things go wrong. Yes. Yes. All the time. Yeah, I know um, last year, turnitin.com, I know some people were having issues with mm-hmm. it just because of how many people were on the site. And I'm like, because I did mine a little bit early just because... I knew stuff like that was going to happen. So that was <laughs> definitely something that I would... Yeah. And also, turnitin.com checks for plagiarism. And so you're supposed to go back through and make sure that you don't have a high percentage of anything. Yeah. And if you do, then that's something that you're going to have to fix. And so you don't want to be turning it in to turnitin.com five minutes before it's due in case you do need to switch some wordings around and everything yeah and obviously it does flag some things like it was flagging a bunch of random words in my ee rough draft that had (laughs) nothing to do with any site like it was literally just yeah a specific word being flagged over and over again so it's gonna do that but if there are major flags in there then that's gonna be yeah a problem because i remember from my exhibition it literally it flagged the question I'm like, of course people have used this before because Mm -hmm. it's an IB question. Like, I know 10 people who are writing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then it would, like, flag things like, this study says. Yeah, like, just little phrases like that. But, um, obviously we're saying all of this, but it's not as easy as it seems. Like, yeah, we want to say that we're going to turn everything in early, but there's no... I'm not 100% sure that I'm not going to be up all night Tuesday trying to finish and get it in on time. But the goal should always be to try to get it in earlier than that. Yes. Um, And then I am one who gets really, really extremely stressed out when it comes to deadlines. I get very anxious and overwhelmed when there are a lot of things piling up. So next week is... Like a very scary thought for me because I know how overwhelmed I'm going to be. But there are things that everyone has that can help calm them down. And it's really important to figure out what helps you the most and what routine you need and what tactics you need to help ensure that you can get everything in on time and not be freaking out about it. Yeah. Yeah. So do all of us have kind of some things that we do that we want to talk about? Uh start a little bit so usually like for me at least weekends are I I split them up between Saturday I do whatever I want to do any fun things if I want to go out want to go shopping want to go eat do whatever and then Sunday is usually when I do homework and so (laughs) good very excited it's very he is excited he seems happy. <laughs> oh, it's right. just happy days. 
Um, <laughs> but um, on Sundays usually is when I do homework, and so I, you know, I mean, I wake up whenever I want to. And I know it might be different for you guys because you guys do work, but personally, since I, I don't work and I don't have anything going on on weekends, I sleep in whenever I want, eat breakfast, and then slowly make my way into my room and start doing my homework and whatever that is and however much I do. And I usually try to do one thing, take maybe a 30 minute hour break and then do something else. And it mm -hmm. really depends on how much I have to do. So there's that, but that, that's what I do. And that's usually how I split it up. And yeah. now with the periods being every day instead of every other day, Oh Which is, uh, is not fun. Uh, <laughs> it could be better. Um, it, it has been easier to get. I, I don't know. For personally, it feels like it's been easier to get work done. But I feel like I've had more work to do. So yeah. I like. I have to do a bunch of reading tonight because I didn't manage my time properly. Which, you know, my mistake. I'll I'll own up to it. It's fine. I can I can read whatever I need to read tonight. 36 pages or something like that. I, yeah, I got to page 9 yesterday. Wow. I'm on page okay. 9. Nice. So I've got I'm on 30 like pages eight. left. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, yeah, but it's usually if it was a block schedule, I would try to do the homework that I was assigned that day and do it that day. Mm -hmm. And so that I would have an extra day if I didn't get something done to do it. But now it is... I don't know, it's kind of nice because there's some things that are due, like do this small thing for tomorrow or everything is just done at the end of the week and I'll check it at the end of the week kind of thing. So yeah. it, it really does depend on what your school schedule looks like, but that's how I usually manage my time for work. Mm -hmm. Who wants okay. to go next? I'll go. So I have a very, very busy schedule in between band and work. So I have band... Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and then soon I'm going to be starting Saturdays for competitions. And so I have limited my work so that I only am at my job two days a week. So on Thursdays and, or not Thursdays, on Tuesdays and Sundays, I'm working, which gives me Thursday all of that day to do whatever I need to. So I actually... Oh, funny. I said I was off work. I actually went into work on Thursday and just sat down at a table by myself and I got my entire psych IA done. My family mm -hmm. is super, super, super loud and very chaotic and there are always people running around and in that kind of environment, it's really hard for me to focus. So if I do that, I either need to do it like super late at night or super early in the morning so that it is quiet. Mm -hmm. And then typically, instead of having, like, a show on or, like, random background noise, I will watch a show that I've already seen, mm -hmm. like, so many times. So, like, I put on Gilmore Girls typically <laughs> yes. because I've seen it so many times that I can hear, like, one word and be like, okay, I know where it is. Like, I don't need to be actively watching it. Mm -hmm. It's just nice to kind of have some sort of background noise that you're used to. Yeah. That's pretty much what I do. I'm kind of the same way. So um, all of us are very, very busy. I work three to four days a week. And then the nights that I'm not working, I'm usually helping out with something. Like there's maybe one day a week where I can come home and have the night to do whatever I want. Like usually I'm doing something even if I'm not working. And I go to see my grandpa really, really often um, for a while 
as often as I can, like almost every night that I'm not working. So that takes up a good portion of my night. And then also I try to spend a couple days a week with some friends, possibly, if I can manage that within a schedule, maybe, possibly. Like, that's um, very important is to make sure that you have time to spend with your friends. But I also need a, like, quiet environment. I have really, really difficulty focusing. I have ADHD, and so I can tell a big difference in when I can focus if there's no noise or any background disruptions at all versus when I'm in a like school setting and everyone is talking and I just am so overwhelmed with the thought that I can't focus so I can't get anything done so I try to designate time that I know that no one's going to be home that I can work on assignments so I know usually what time my dad will work until or if he's going to be gone on the weekend at some point or sometimes my mom goes out and so I have certain days and times that I know that I'm going to be more available to have that quiet time and that gives me time to start working on my assignments and also because I don't like just working at a desk I need to switch it up every once in a while so sometimes I'll go out to my living room and sit on the floor and work with like my with just on the coffee table I'll do that or I'll go sit at our kitchen counter or something to do work because it makes me more productive if I switch up my setting Mm -hmm. that I'm in. I get really bored in the same environment very quickly. And that's why I also take a lot of breaks. I try to take a break every like hour for like 20 minutes, just because that gives me time for my brain to like reload (laughs) on information (laughs) to keep pouring out and more energy to keep studying or whatever it is I'm doing. Um, And then in school, I found it really helpful for me to be able to block people out. And I can't do this all the time, but this week we had, we had a psych LAQ. We did a mini one yesterday during class, Jalen and I, and our psych charts were due yesterday and I was a little behind on my psych charts. So Tuesday, I literally went into school with a mindset of like, I need to get these as far done as I possibly can. And that, that was my entire goal. So when we got to our psych class, I listened to what our teacher had to say and I put in my AirPods and I just blocked out everyone in the class. And usually I'm not one who can just have music on to, to listen to or like shows in the background. Like I needed to be very quiet or else mm-hmm. I can't focus. But in a situation like that, I'd much rather have music going than hearing other people's conversations and getting sucked into them if I hear something that intrigues me. So like a couple times yesterday, Jalen tried to talk to me and she'd have to like tap me to take out my airpods and that's just how i needed it to be for that period Mm -hmm. for me to like lock into focus so i did that and then also in our english class we had a sub yesterday so everyone was kind of working on different things and to get what i needed to get done i moved away from my friends and went to a different table after a few minutes realizing that they were all going to be talking and everything and i sat at a different table we were in the media center yesterday And I went and sat alone and just blocked everyone out again and just worked. And so sometimes that's what I need to do. And it's not to be rude to my friends or anything. It's just that I need time with myself and I can't be having a conversation with someone Mm -hmm. and getting things done as fast as I would if I was just being productive alone. So that's something. um, I'm a person that also needs to like fidget with a lot of things often when I'm studying or doing something. So, like, chewing gum kind of helps me. Or if I have, like, a necklace, I'm always wearing, like, jewelry to, like, play around with my jewelry in my hands. And stuff like that just keeps my mind focused on what I'm 
supposed to be working on instead of anything going on around me that's a really that doesn't really apply to a lot of people I think but that's something that I need um and then making sure that you're not overwhelming yourself with the amount of work that you're doing like to know that it's okay to not be as productive one day like sometimes I'll come home from work and I know that I have an assignment due the next day and I just can't do it like I know that I need to go to sleep or else I'm going to be exhausted the next day and get less done. Yeah. So sometimes it's important to prioritize things like sleeping, which can be hard when you know how much you have to do. And I get home at 11 o'clock from work three to four days a week. And it's really difficult to motivate myself to do work then. And so if I really can't, then I know that it's just my body telling me that I need sleep. I'm usually sleep deprived and I need a couple extra hours so it's important to listen to what your body's telling you when you're trying to get things done yeah another oh do you want to go no i was just gonna say i don't do that often (laughs) um but another thing about um prioritizing your work i i definitely do this and this is definitely helpful if you are on a time crunch find what's most important find what's going to be the most points or what you need to or what's coming up like right Mm -hmm. away that you have to get done and you don't have to write it out if you know the order at least in your mind what you need to do then do it in that order like I I, I usually do this I I do this for everything and especially now it's like I I know when things are due so like when I get home now I'm gonna go do my reading I'm gonna see if I can take some notes a bit and if I see what other work I have to do I'll do that and then I was planning over the weekend just fixing my EE you know doing all the corrections and all that so having a plan is definitely something people have told me before but I never realized I started doing until maybe junior year but I always feel like I've put my work into priority but I've always taken my social time as more of a priority if over the weekend, I have friends that want to get together. I won't say no to it because I have work to, work to do. I would, if I did say no, it would be because I had already other set plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if I do have someone being like, "Oh, let's go do this," it's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" You yeah. know. And then I just move around my schedule a little bit mm-hmm. to adjust for that. I yeah, I really try to balance my school and having fun with my friends too because I realize that I am so much happier if I have a little bit of time with my friends each week and having known times also I think has really helped me so I have a friend Bella who does dual enrollment so she has a lot on her plate too at school we both work a lot and we have very busy schedules so it can be difficult for us to arrange times to see each other but we've made a weekly routine of going to the beach every Saturday morning together so she drives to my house after work on Friday nights and gets there usually super late it's usually like 12 to 1 in the morning by the time she gets here but it's just our little like weekend routine she'll get here and then we go to the beach the next day and then we usually both have to work that day anyway so we get home in time shower go to work and it's just a little like reset of the weekend to be able to go into the weekend with like a good mood we were at the beach we got to relax and everything together spend our time together rant about anything we needed to and then it we go back to work and then sunday we typically try to get a lot of our work done 
just like Cosette, I kind of take Saturday to start off my weekend and then try to work on things mostly on Sundays. And then by the time Monday rolls around, it's kind of like I'm not ready to go back for the week. I never feel ready to go back, but more than I would have been if I didn't do anything all weekend long. But it's really important to say yes to doing things with your friends, even when you have a lot of assignments and everything, because it's going to it alleviates a lot of my stress being able to be with my friends and talk to them and have fun Mm -hmm. and do whatever we want to do and then just switch around my schedule to make time for the things that I would have done during that time yeah I think a lot of people now are doing exactly what Cosette was saying like prioritizing like big assignments Mm -hmm. like all of us are focusing on our EEs everyone is still worried about like college deadlines and all that kind of stuff still college applications (laughs) and so I know a bunch of people they're like we need to get our EE and IAs in Mm -hmm. we're not going to college if we don't graduate so (laughs) that's kind of the mindset that I think a lot of people have right now which is good because like the EE at least for us is gonna take a long long while to do because I'm pretty sure that I'm just gonna have to rewrite and restructure my whole EE which is great it's fine we got it we're doing great and also studying with friends can sometimes help so Jalen and I are actually gonna go this sounds super weird we work at Panera um and (laughs) we don't we don't obviously like okay I'm not saying we don't like working there but um it's, we wouldn't choose to be there every single day to be working, but we're going to go on Saturday, even though neither of us work, and get everything or as much as we can done because we, there's a really big yeah. table there that we can spread all of our stuff out at. We know that it's, for the most part, a very quiet environment and a good place to study, and it's just, it just seems like a, it's like a little cafe. You know, Panera is a typical study place that people go to, so just because we work there doesn't mean we shouldn't be able to go there to work on stuff so creating dates and times that you can study or be productive with people can help a lot yeah especially if they're people who are in like your same class like Mm -hmm. when I was doing my psych IA at work I would literally I would like walk up to Jada while she's working and be like (laughs) I did this what do you think or like just ask like questions yeah or like check random things Mm -hmm. but having someone definitely in your same area like we're building psych ees and i pretty much know what yours is about you kind of know what mine is about so being able to like have someone to be like read this do do i sound crazy yeah it's a really good thing to have Mm -hmm. so not always studying alone can help with stress too like having someone there to help you with it and also and especially sometimes i'll be like i feel so behind right now i feel very defeated by all this work and if I'm with someone else, they can be like, no, me too. Like, <laughs> I am just as far back as you are. And that can honestly help. Or being productive together and being like, wow, look how much we got done today. And yeah. as long as you know that there are people that you can be productive with. So, like, Jalen and I can get kind of distracted with each other once in a while and we get on other topics. But we also know when it's time to focus and when it's time to leave each other alone real quick. And we'll, like, start asking the other one a question and then wait until they're done typing a sentence or something. So it's good to study with people that understand your study tactics and your routine. Um, Jalen is kind of a nonstop studier. She can go for hours and hours and hours. And like I mentioned, like I mentioned, I cannot. So, like, our sophomore year, we had an AP psych project. 
and Jalen was spending the night at my house to try to get it done. And it was like 11.30 p.m. And I was like, I'm going to take a half an hour break, come out here, watch <laughs> something with me, play some... Oh, I think I was like playing Mario Kart or something. I'm like, yeah. come out here and then we'll finish it. you've been working for hours before that. Hours. Oh my gosh. I was like, how do you go for this long? <laughs> so I had to stop. And then she comes out like an hour later. I'm like passed out on the couch and she's like, finished. And I was like, oh my God, how did you do that? So I can't do that. I have to take little breaks. But I'm like, if I'm doing something, I need to get it done. See, I feel like I'm determined like that. But if I don't take a break, then my work is just going to get so much worse as I go on. I just get frustrated if I need to take a break. So I'm like, no. Like, like I does don't not know. work like that. I wish. Like I get <laughs> I I get so mad. I'm like I cannot take a break. Like I need to get this done. Like Sounds this like is like a life or death together. situation. <laughs> and I'm like this needs to happen now. See, I have the determination to get it done, especially if it's something that like something big like an EE or an IA, but I need to take the breaks. I can't not or else I just won't be able to finish it. I took a break when I did my IA because you guys yeah. came and sat with me. But I was like, I'm not leaving this building until I finish this IA. I remember and that. And I left. And I was done. Yep. I have another point that I just remembered. Yeah. So yesterday I wrote like a quick little essay for my English class. And I, I wrote it last night. And it was, I think it was around 6. I started around 6. And I was like, if I don't get this done by 6.30, well, I am getting this done by 6.30 pretty much. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do anything until this is completed. And I was like, I'm going to make sure that this is done by 6.30. And I did it. I did it in 30 minutes. It, you know, once you get into that kind of motion, mm-hmm. it is easier to do your work. But I do think that those first 15 minutes, I was kind of like, this isn't good. And then after that, I was like, this is getting better and I'm doing good. So, and you know, after that, I was like, okay, I'll fix it. This is, this looks good. I turned it in. It was 630. I was like, I'm going to, I don't know, watch something, listen to music, maybe go eat. I don't know, take a shower, put PJs on and then continue working. So there's, there's another thing that if you are trying to do something, maybe just set your own time limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know how long you'll be working for something, then you'll just, I feel like you'll, at least for me, I'll keep distracting myself until I actually do it. So if I just sit down and say, I'm going to get this done at so-and-so time, or I'm going to get this done in so-and-so minutes or in so one hour. Work. Yeah. Like, and I, I can usually tell now how long each subject for me is going to take, depending on how much, you know, I've done in class. Yeah. But, yeah. So... Yeah. It, it kind of varies, but also having that, like, I'm going to get this done in this mm-hmm. amount of time yeah. is very helpful. Yeah, That's setting a goal. I do that, too. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think that that is what we have for today. We're kind of on a time crunch again. It's just going to be <laughs> yeah. a every, I need to leave every like a minute. thing. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah Jalen has to leave in one minute. This so um, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, <laughs> I'd be talking podcast. You can always email us at I'd be talking podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, email us. If you go to our school, come up, talk to us, or talk to Miss Isaac. Us on our Instagram. Yes. Uh, talk to Miss Isaac. She can get you in contact with us very, very easily. So yes. if you have any questions and you want to ask one of us, talk to Miss Isaac, talk and she can always Stella. contact us. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> um, yes. don't be scared to ask us. We're all very nice, and we want to help you. Yeah, so please. we will see you guys on October first. Yay! Yay. Halloween season. <laughs> okay. Bye. bye.